back. Ben and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Bonus, Kenny Curtis here into the noon hour. NFL triple header coming up. That, by the way, Curtis, ACDC, RIP Colin Burgess, their first drummer, who was on the drums for this song and then got fired like six months in, never got to experience the highs of ACDC. Had but one can, single. But he can rest with Neil Peart. Yeah, RIP Neil. That would be by tough the way, to handle. Like can you Rush? imagine? I love Rush. God, were they? they that are was great. That awful, was great. like deep cuts there too. Very deep cuts. Awful, awful songs. Holy cow! Greg has never been more right in his life. I mean, nothing you say about music, having worked with you for the years that we have, makes me care one way or the other about I mean, your thoughts. What's his on name? It. Getty Lee. Getty Lee, lead singer. Awful <clears throat> voice of a, of a Satan. <laughs> like if you tell me like you should watch this show on Netflix, I listen because you have pretty good tastes. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I don't know anything about music. I Adam Sandler know. comedies from like the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Ken's above Sandler comedy. I, like, I mean, I just it's a it's a it's a Blind spot for me. I'm 39. I grew up watching Mr. Deeds, Big Daddy. If you don't like Spanglish, if that doesn't get you in the field. Spanglish is good. Now, that's a serious movie, though. Excellent. Not a comedy. Floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good flick. Uh, Tia Leone, whatever the hell her name is. You can uh, join the show, 617-779-7937. Were you a Deep Impact or an Armageddon guy? Oh, Armageddon. Oh, Deep Impact. Well, Armageddon had uh, Liv Tyler, right? That's right. Her her dad, Steve Tyler, mm-hmm. was a performer for Aerosmith, and um, I believe shared the same room at a different time at the place I got sober in. Plus Bruce Willis. Or am I mixing up my movies? No, that's Bruce, the right movie. Yeah. Okay. No, Deep Impact was uh, Morgan Freeman, Tia Leone, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, the kid who was, um, I never remember his name, but uh, he was a young star, and he named the Meteor. I don't think I ever saw Deep Impact. What? So I should give it its fair tr- uh, yeah. shot. Ellie. It'll make sense. Now, uh, you wanted to talk about the NFL, state of the NFL. You're unhappy with the NFL these days? Uh, I think that the quarterback position has been litigated, officiated, coached in a way that does not allow for the players to be ready for contact, no matter what they do in terms of rule changes. Because there has never been more rules to protect a quarterback, and there has never been more quarterbacks out with injury. So I don't know what the answer is. Is that bad luck? Is that just is that the way it's going to go with an expanded schedule and no preseason to get them ready? Or I think it goes back to the owners doing the money grab, where you're going to allow players to reduce the practices, padded practices, to get you ready for game speed, which allows for more injuries, but also gets more cash in their pockets. It has given us the Tommy Cutlet story. That's true. There's some upside. And a text says, Curtis Salado from Salem. Curtis, you are music is the worst. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree I more. Good spelling. Your music is. And somebody was ripping Shimes rejoins earlier. Oh, by the way, awful. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Boy, does Ken hate Shimes. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled out James Gang for a lead this week. I give him praise for that. Uh, actually, Ken, Dove Kleeman just said Shimes rejoins great. Uh, starters with season ending injuries this year Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, your guy, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow. Who else? 
Uh, well, you have Easton Stick in there. Easton Stick's in there. Jimmy G's hurt. Oh, wow. Tannehill. Was that your dumbest take, Jimmy G? I think it hurt. Oh, yeah. It was, who could, we got, who we could got loaded lines. Let's get I'm pretty sure he got benched when he was healthy. Yeah. Is Justin Fields back? Is he hurt? He's been playing well. Let's go to Andrew in the car. All Hello, right. Andrew. Hey, how we doing, guys? Good. Uh, Curtis said that uh, Belichick hasn't had any other quarterbacks other than Brady. Well, I agree there's been nobody on uh, Brady's level. Uh, there's been a couple that have come through. Jimmy Brissett, uh, Jacoby Brissett ended up being a starter. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, a starter. Right. They're not great at the NFL level. Not uh, really. I mean, is Jacoby Mallet? starting? How many games did Jacoby, did Jacoby Brissett start in the NFL? Did he have a longer backup career or career than most backup quarterbacks get? 77 he, games, 48 starts. He's a third-round pick. That's it wasn't a lot like... better than most backup quarterbacks get. Are you really using Jacoby Brissett as a guy to say that Bill Belichick can coach quarterbacks? Tangway thought he was going to be the next big thing. He didn't get any first-team reps, and he did better than most of the other uh, backup quarterbacks. Thanks, Andrew. You just made my point better than I could. Just hung up on the guy. Good job. (laughs) What? Let's go to Matt in Worcester. Hi, Matt. Hi, how's it going? Great. How are you, Matt? Great, thanks. I was just – I heard – a few minutes ago, someone called me from New Hampshire about how Brady and Belichick shared information and they worked together. And I can see that argument at the beginning of Brady's career when he was more young and a game manager and running was still in the league more. But come on, give me a break. The last, from 2015 on, when he's 38, 39, comebacks and crazy two-minute drills, it, it's Brady. Bill is a smart defensive coach, and I love the guy, but you got to give the edge to Tom. I mean... It's, yeah. it's just well, even Curtis it's a little would... ridiculous defending. It's a little ridiculous thing. They worked together after all that happened, okay? I Bill, great, greatest coach of all time, but you've got to give Tom the easy, easy W here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, and thank you, Matt. Good points. I agree. And I would say that the issue here is that, and I think it was uh, Chris Mason of Mass Live who did this following the Chargers shutout, where he listed chapter and verse of the the times with which Bill Belichick has not prioritized the quarterback position and that it has been his aversion to accept the reality of its importance in today's NFL that has most placed the Patriots where they are today. And you can't disagree. I mean, it's, it's factual in its nature. Was it Al from Everett or Gary Myers who said... He believes. I can't believe that was ever said on the radio. <laughs> but one of them was like, you know this to be true, Curtis, because I know it. I think it was Al, actually. Kraft is pissed at Bill because he let Bill make the choice on Brady. Bill decided to move on, and now Kraft is being vindictive and letting Bill hang in the breeze. That was Al. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, but in what way does that serve? That would serve? be so nasty. I mean, you don't become a billionaire if you don't have a nasty side. And But I just think it's... For the 5,000th time, I understand the calculus Robert Kraft made. You trust a 68-year-old coach over a 44-year-old quarterback. Right. It's just nature. you didn't see Brady winning here. Right. I get it. It, You shouldn't be vindictive, but you should have an urgency to correct the mistake and make the team better. The problem was, you're right, Belichick's plan of succession was nothing. It was Stidham, and then it was a million dollars for Cam Newton. And you know what, Ken? And then Judge and Patricia. Right. It has just been this a kid in a sandbox pouting. That's been Bill Belichick <laughs> and the quarterback. 
Somebody should do a graphic on that. Can Sensei to have Bill in the sandbox pouting? Well, Monday, I can't wait to see that uh, Courtney give him a Christmas gift. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Let's go to Owen and Westford. Hello, Owen. Hi, how are you? Good. It's all silly about where Belichick might be going and everything else. He should be talking about what coach we're going to get and who's going to turn this mess around that he's done. Yeah, he was a great coach, one of the best ever, but he's totally ruined this franchise the last four years. And who are they going to bring in? He said, oh, where is he going to play? I mean, coach, who cares? What about Mayo? Are you a Mayo guy, Owen? Well, I don't know. I just like to see some young guy that can get some offensive weapons and uh, have Mayo stay at the defensive coordinator. Well, I mean, Mayo's a young guy. He's 37. So if you want a young guy that will coach the defense and let somebody else – I mean, he probably will let Bill O'Brien do whatever he wants, right? If Bill O'Brien's any good, that might work, the timeshare. Mayo, the head coach, person that you just overseer and mostly focuses on the defense. I uh, I have no faith in Bill O'Brien being able to do that, but I've been wrong before. Not so often. what's your plan, Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. But he's going back to Michigan. Okay, so offer him more money. Well, didn't they put a clause in there that he can't bolt for the NFL? Santa Claus. Let's go to Marty in the truck. Hello, Marty. Marty! Bye, Marty. Let's go to Johnny Gardner. Hello, Johnny. Hey, good morning, fellas. Thank you for taking the call. <clears throat> Tommy Cameron is like in with the crafts, correct? Yep. Do you think they're pissed that he put that out, or or do you think they told him that and were okay with him getting out? And I have a follow up to that. Great question. We were just talking. If if they're vindictive and they wanted built, if this was done tactically, I guess you could make that case that they right. did it on purpose. <clears throat> Because I'm wondering, um, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, uh, all the president's men. There's a yep. scene in there, Ben Bradley, the editor of The Post, had reported that LBJ was going to uh, fire Herbert Hoover, I mean, uh, J. Edgar Hoover for the FBI, right? right? And there was animus between LBJ and the Bradleys because he was in tight with the Kennedys. Anyway, in the movie, he's explaining it to Woodward and Bernstein how they got to be careful, blah, blah, blah. He says how... LBJ the next day, going back to that scenario, hired uh, Hoover for life. And he turned to one of uh, some other reporter and he said, tell Ben Bradley, I said, F you. The point being that he, despite Ben Bradley, he wound up hiring the guy because he was pissed that Bradley hadn't reported it. So I'm wondering if the, if the crafts might look at this, if, if he put it out on the street and he didn't want him to, is that going to make any difference in his decision I don't know, John. I I would say, um, just thinking back to old presidents and LBJ, I finally had have this. I have had the JFK conspiracy solidified in my mind. I have the answer because when I heard you say this, Jackie Kennedy is on Air Force One after her husband was assassinated in Dallas, and she is standing as a witness of what will become the swearing in of LBJ as the next president of the United States. And she arrives after being alerted by LBJ's secretary to come into the room and bear witness to this historically sad and monumental occasion on Air Force One. She is told, notified that her dress still has blood stains on it. And she says, I want them to see what they have done. Hmm. And if it's just one shooter... That is not the words that you use to describe such a solemn, uniquely solemn and horrific occasion. 
Have you gone to the JFK Museum here locally? Is that worth checking out? I haven't. I see it every day. I walk. I, I walk. Know, around. I feel like it's a miss for me in the backyard. It's got right at something. PC High. Yeah, there's the uh, Ted Kennedy Senate. I go there every day. I honor the the Lion of the Senate. Remote broadcast, you and me. I would Kennedy, love to. Ted Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll drive like the old days just to celebrate it properly. When are you off the show? By the way, you already you already asked off for a date coming up. You in next week? So I, I think I'm in. I'm just going to make sure I get the, uh, the the remote broadcast set up. And then we're back at Winter Weekend. A little plug for Winter Weekend, January 19th. Oh, huge. You and I, they are bringing back out Ortiz, Pedro, Louis Tion, X coming back. When you can't sign, guys, bring back the old players. And we'll probably have Yamamoto. Probably. Okay. And if we With don't, you'll buy dinner? Uh, sure. I'll buy right. dinner for you anyway. It's fine. Yes. 1230, we join NFL triple header action today. All day, if you're driving around, want the NFL, it's right here on WEI. First is Trending with Joe. Now, here's what's trending on WEI. Well, despite being shorthanded, the Celtics were able to move to 13-0 at home with a win, 128-111 over the Orlando Magic on the second night of a back-to-back. Jason Tatum led the way with 30 points. Peyton Pritchard with 21 off the bench, including 6 of 7 from 3. Jalen Brown also had 18 points. He talked after the game about how important this game was. I think this was the biggest game of the year so far. One, we had a, a bunch of guys out and on a back-to-back versus a team that's been kicking our ass the last four or five times we played. Um, so I think this was the biggest game to me so far. Season Magic will do it once again tomorrow afternoon from the TD Garden. Tip-off set for 3 p.m. Bruins got back to their winning ways, knocking off the Islanders 5-4 via the shootout. David Pasternak, Morgan Geeky, and James Van Rienstijk each had a power play goal. Mason Lorai had the tying goal with four minutes left in the third. Bees would go on to win the shootout 2-1. to one. They'll return home to face the Rangers tonight on the second night of a back-to-back. Puck drop set for 7 o'clock. Final injury report has been released as the pa- Patriots get ready to host the Chiefs. Ramondre Stevenson already been ruled out as he deals with a high ankle sprain. Seven other players are questionable. Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, Trent Brown, Devontae Parker, Matthew Slater, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Tyquan Thornton. Just a side note, Kayshawn Booty, Demario Douglas, Brendan Schooler, and Tyrone Wheatley Jr. were removed from the injury report. On the other side for Kansas City, running back Isaiah Pacheco will miss his second straight game, dealing with a shoulder problem. And offensive lineman Donovan Smith has been ruled out with a neck injury. Passing Chiefs from Gillette will be at 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. And staying in the NFL, Week 15 continues with a Saturday triple header. Vikings against the Bengals, Steelers will face the Colts, and the Broncos will face the Lions. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of all three games right here on 93.7 FM in about 13 minutes or so, following Ken and Curtis at 12.30. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ladies and gentlemen, this is breaking news. All right, well, it's been a day on Kenny Curtis of some questionable breaking news. We had... Diana Rossini, with no news, reporting earlier that Belichick was probably going to be out at the end of the year, but it was just basically a nothing burger. But this one, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Marino Pepin, who is a sports analyst covering the Red Sox, Spanish play-by-play social media guy. Okay. Media personality, somewhat of a media personality, just tweeted. I don't see it anywhere. 
It's under his uh, Twitter account, his X account. It's in Spanish. I've retweeted it from my account. He writes, the Red Sox have made an offer to Yamamoto of just over $300 million with clauses and incentives convenient for both parties. The die is cast. I don't know what that means. Take that for what you will. Oh, I have an idea, by the way, and I was going to mention this off the air, but I figure why not. Uh, I saw Boomer and Geo had a great show, our, our friends down at WFAN. I told you about that. They put the Bruins jersey in the ice cooler. I didn't know it was an actual live show. I thought that was during their actual radio show. So they had a separate show last night. Right. What do you think about this? June, July at MGM or House of Blues, we have a kickoff party where it's like a roast. I don't know roasts are kind of done. Tom Brady's doing one. It's kind of cheesy, but like, you know, roast Greg Hill. And you can pay all the money goes to the Dana-Farber as a kickoff for our radio telethon. We mm. invite sponsors. We have a big, fun Greg Hill show as a kickoff to get us ready for the radio telethon. And it gives us a big boost in revenue to kick off the telethon with. Can we do Wiggy on the cheese wheel? We can do that. For that event. I'll go on a dunk kick. Have you ever heard of a dunk tank? <clears throat> I do that. Very creative. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. Popped in my head this week, and I figured I'd get it out into the ether. We do something like that. Well, you, now you're. We just had huge breaking news that Mar- Marino Pepin is reporting they just offered. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that person. <laughs> well, I don't okay, even... well, he's got nineteen thousand Twitter okay, followers. How much you want to bet? He whiffed a bit on Bogarts last year, if I recall. He had some. So why should we believe him now? No, nobody's perfect, Joe. I mean, he's he's reporting it, so I'm putting it out there. I, I want to do a quick uh, hit of Tony and Bridgewater. I, I love the I, – I just am fascinated. Okay, Tony B. What? Go ahead, Tony. Hello. Yep, we got you. Hey, how you guys doing? L- listen, honest to God, I get tired of the Bill bashing. To me, it's getting old and stale. Every Are you talking about Bill or our conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Belichick. Like, I don't understand. There's never been a great coach in the history of football that has won without the quarterback. You can go back to Chuck Noll with Bradshaw, Johnson with Aikman, Shula with Marino, Walsh, Montana. On and on you can go. None of those coaches won without the quarterback. But did those, coaches drive the, did those coaches drive the quarterback out of town? You're right about that. Chris, you're right about that. But this, this, no, no great coach has been without a great coach. And no, I don't understand point. why we just can't say, they, you know, they were married together. They had a great marriage, but it fell apart. Because it'll, it'll be history. This is history that we've just seen. You're no. not going to see it again. So, for the, you know, for the Bill Bash and enough's enough. All right, Tony. I hope you have a great weekend. See you, Tony. I mean, then again, it's Joe Gibbs, who won with Theismann, Doug Williams, and Mark Rippon. But then Fourier says he's the dumbest coach he ever co- played but, for. But that was so perfect because Fourier didn't realize the Joe Gibbs he saw is right. the Belichick we're seeing now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They just lost it. Right. It happens. That's why I always say, is Marv Levy a good coach? Yeah. Why isn't he coaching the Bills? Because he's 90. At a certain point, you lose your faculties. We're watching it with Greg in real time. <laughs> Uh, Greg does a great job. You guys all do a great job. Looking forward to the Gillette Belichick interview Monday, regardless of what happens tomorrow. I can't wait. I got four more shows this year, uh, or here, and then uh, Greg's in Monday, Tuesday, and I am. I cannot wait for the game tomorrow. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm interested to see what the fans are like, what the atmosphere is like. Obviously, T-Swizzle's in the house. So well, we be... don't know that. She's, there's some thought she might not be. Which oh, way are heard... you guys leaning on the game? Curtis, you said last week you'd favor the Chiefs. You still uh, the that? Chiefs win 31-17. Yeah, I'm with you. I think a blowout. I'm 
Overreaction to Bailey Zappi gets rude awakening yeah. tomorrow. And by the way, another quick thing. I, I should have said this earlier, but Demario Douglas should not be playing the rest of the year. This is a Belichick thing where he's trying to save his job. Demario Douglas, two concussions? If he gets another, his career may be in jeopardy. He's one of the lone bright spots you have on that offense. NFL and Westwood one on the way. Bengals and Vikings first up. We've got it all day here on WEI.